Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Post 20 Podcast NFL show. Um, you are now listening to the Week 12 Recap, Week 13 uh, Betting Line Preview. My name is Evan. I am joined this week by a multitude of folks. Of course, Jeremy is here. What's going on, Jeremy? What's going on, Evan? Good to be back. Yeah. Um, I'm also joined this week um, by two former guests. Uh, Jack is here. What's going on, Jack? Nothing much. Good. Um, and Zach as well. What's going on with you, brother? How's it going? Feels great to be back. Awesome. Welcome back to the show. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead jump into week twelve here for you. Um, since there's four of us, it's gonna be a little bit of a modified format. We're not gonna go into um analysis of these games so much. That is something that we save when there's just two of us and we have a little bit more time. I'm on a time crunch as well. So I'm gonna read you the scores. I'm gonna tell you what team covered the spread, and then we're gonna go ahead and jump into our picks for the week because that's what you're really here for. The Bears defeat the Lions 16 to 14 on Thanksgiving Day. The Lions did cover. Um Raiders Cowboys was the midday game on that game. Raiders covered. They were like six and a half or seven point dogs, I believe. They won 36 to 33. Bills cover the spread against the Saints. 31 to 6 was the final score. Steelers lose to the Bengals um, at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Bengals cover the spread. Uh game ends 41 to 10. Absolute slaughter. Dolphins cover the spread against the Panthers. Game ends 33 to 10. Cam had his head in his ass the whole game. Um Giants cover the spread against the Eagles. 13-7 to was the final score. A nice dog win for them. Pats cover the spread against the Titans. They win 36-13. Falcons cover against the Jags, winning by a margin of 7. Final score was 21-14. Colts cover the 7-point spread against the Buccaneers, but the Bucs ultimately take the win, 38-31. The Jets beat the Texans 21-14. They were a straight-up underdog and win by 7 points, so they covered as well. The Broncos cover the spread, defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 28-13 at Mile High Stadium. The Vikings lose to the 49ers. The Niners cover the spread. The game ends 34-26. Um, the Packers cover the spread against the Rams. The game ends 36-28. Ravens cover against the Browns 16-10. I believe that was a three-point spread. What an abysmal game that was. And then last night... The Washington football team cover as underdogs against the Seattle Seahawks, and the game ended 17-15. to So quickly, before we get into picks for this week, I want to kind of get the, get the temperature on how everybody's um, betting has been going. Mine has been going extremely poor. I had a decent week last week, um, but I'm still probably on the season just, just a little green. You know, not, not much, not making a lot of profit this season. Um, Jeremy, how, how was last week for you? All right. Or not so much. Um, this past week was horrible week before that really, really well thought I was back. Um, and then this week, just not it, not it. Yeah, it was brutal. Jack, how, how did you do? I know that you've sort of retired a couple times and come back this season. And then now you're kind of pivoting to college sports. What's going on? How are you doing? Yeah. So. I didn't win a single bet in NFL this week, but uh, I've been kind of addicted to betting on college basketball, and it's certainly not going great, but it's honestly more fun because it's on every day of the week. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, it's always nice to not have to wait for the three days of the week that you get the NFL. Um, and Zach, you have responsibly retired, right? 
Yeah, I have taken a much needed break uh, for the health of my bank account, I'd say. But, mm-hmm. but I'll eventually be back. I know it. Yeah, of course. It's, uh, you know, you always get sucked back in. It just happens. Um, okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into um, the preview for this week, week 13. Can't wait. Very excited. We are winding down the season now, which makes me sad. Um, but we have an absolutely packed slate for you guys. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. The Cowboys um, are taking on the Saints. I need to pull up the lines because I totally forgot about them. Um, Mike McCarthy has COVID as well as seven other uh, players slash personnel. I don't know the names of those folks, but I do know that the Cowboys, as of this current moment, are still four and a half point favorites um, going away to New Orleans. I think the Cowboys still cover the spread. I think that they're going to be better without McCarthy because I think he's an absolute boob. He's a clown of a coach, just not qualified whatsoever. I think the Cowboys win. I think the Cowboys cover. Um, and I did hear today, Jerry Jones, of all people, saying that uh, Zeke will have a, I think the, the word was a serious load against the <laughs> New Orleans Saints. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys to win, Cowboys to cover. I think Zeke scores a touchdown too, but I'm not going to write that down for me. Um, Jeremy, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I took Zeke to score on Thanksgiving. You know, I thought, who better to score and do their eat celebration than Zeke on Thanksgiving? Um, and I'm going to do it again. I'm going to take Zeke and his serious load to uh, find the pay dirt here at plus 125 currently. Beautiful. All right. Um, Jack, what's your pick for this one? I'm going to go with the Saints money line. Shocking. But <laughs> the Saints have lost their last four games. They're due for a win. They're at home. The Cowboys, yes, obviously they're still good, but they haven't looked as great as they did at the beginning of the season. And I just I think the Saints are going to win on Thursday night, and the odds are great, so why not? Okay, fair enough. I th- I don't I didn't expect to hear anybody say that. Um, what do you think, Zach? Where are you, where are you at on this one? I'm going to take the Cowboys with the points, like you said. McCarthy's not good to begin with, so they could even play better, could play more inspired. And believe it or not, I'm going to take Tony Pollard touchdown. I mean, he gets close every week. He's explosive. All it takes is to break one from like the 15 or so, and I think he gets in this week. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, when you make a when when Jerry makes a comment like that about Zeke um, and his, his serious load, which I just always makes me laugh when I say, um, you would think that maybe Tony wouldn't be getting those touches, but that's what happens. We all said last night, um, watching Antonio Gibson and uh, JD McKissick kind of split touches that that game had JD written all over it. And I could definitely see uh, this Saints game being one of those games where Pollard's name's all over it. Okay, let's move on. The Minnesota Vikings take on the Detroit Lions up next. Vikings only a seven-point favorite. Their offense has looked very, very good in recent weeks. Um, you know, they they had an unlucky result against the Niners, got some injuries here. Dalvin's going to be out. Um, but in my opinion, I think that they still do a good job against the, the Lions here. Um, kind of hate minus seven because I can see this game being weird and freaky. Um, but I'm going to take Vikings minus seven. I, I can see them winning by 10 points uh, or more, and they probably should. So for me, I'm going to take Vikings minus seven. What do you think, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, well, three of the last four Vikings games, uh, there's been 60 or more points, and four of the last six, there's been more than 60 points scored. They said they're, speaking of serious loads, they said they're letting Kirk Cousins cook this week, yes. which means he's either going to throw 
for five touchdowns, or he might throw three picks. But either way, that's going to give somebody good field position, so I'm taking the over. Okay, yeah, and at 46.5, that's kind of low, I think. Uh, Lions defense is abysmal, so the Vikings could score 46 points on their own. All right, good shout. Um, Jack, what do you think about this one? So um, I think I'm going to go with the Vikings negative seven here. I mean, the Lions are a pretty bad football team. I mean, there's no other words about it. Um, but it's just simple. I'm taking the Vikings with the points, and that's it. Cool. Um, Zach, what do you think on this one? I am also taking the Vikings with the points. I don't think the Lions win a football game this year. I think Alexander Madison is not Dalvin Cook, but he's the same same type of player. He has the same impact. And I think they win by 10-plus, so Minnesota with the points. Okay, fair enough, yeah. And I think Madison is very similar to Cook. Of course, he doesn't have that impact, and he hasn't had necessarily the chance to make that impact yet. But I don't think that the Vikings are really going to skip a beat offensively um, with the loss of Dalvin Cook. Okay, Arizona Cardinals take on the Chicago Bears. Cards are a 7.5-point favorite. This game's at Soldier Field. Um, I like the cards to come back and absolutely slaughter the Bears. Uh, Kyler hasn't played in like three or four weeks at this point. I think he needs to come back and show um, that the Cardinals are as um, threatening as they were before he went out, before they had the bye week. I think Connor goes off. I think Kyler goes off. I think this is an absolute slaughter. I love cards minus seven and a half. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, no, I'm the same boat. Um, with Kyler and is D Hop playing this week? I haven't been up to date. I don't. Um, on I haven't heard anything about him. One of the other guys might know, um, but I think he's still um, still going to be out. All I know well, is that the fantasy app hasn't projected for about fourteen points, so I guess they're kind of not sure either. Okay, yeah, I can I can yeah. take a look at that one. But regardless, I do think the Cardinals um, whoop up on the Bears. Um, the Bears aren't very good. They the Bears claim that. Justin Fields is playing this week, but I'm not really sure why you would send out your um, future franchise quarterback with cracked ribs against the number one team in the league currently. Um, so that's going to hurt them, in my opinion. I think Andy Dalton's probably better for them at this point than playing an injured um, rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals, but I'm going to buy it down to seven. Okay. Um, but yeah, that way I can get a push. All right. That's good. I think that's probably smart. Jack, what do you think? Jack's dead. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, the <laughs> thing was messing up. Um, so I think I'm going to tail the Cardinals here too. I mean, even if it is Fields or Andy Dalton, I think the Cardinals are like the pass, are the best pass defense in the NFL. It is in Soldier Field, but I, I just think Tyler, like you said, is back. And then I think what I saw is that Right now, they expect both of them to play, Kyler and Hopkins. So, and they just came off the bye. They should be close to 100%. And I'm taking the eight points right here. Yeah, I I totally like that too. I just think that this is one of those games where the Falcons, or the the Cardinals really come out and, and beat up on them. Zach, what do you think? I'm also taking the Cardinals. Like Jack said, they've had ample enough time to come back at close to 100%. Even if they aren't, they still should be able to blow out the the Bears. As you saw on Thanksgiving, the Bears could barely hang with the Lions. So, I don't know. I think the Cardinals should blow them out here considering how good they played this season. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next game. This one has trap written all over it. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Bucks are currently 11-point favorites. This game is in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome or whatever the fuck it's called. 
Um, Bucks minus 520 on the money line. Falcons plus 400 over under at 50 and a half. Uh, I kind of hate this shit, to be honest with you. I think that 11 is a funky line. Something's telling me that this is a good game from Matt Ryan. I don't know what's telling me that because they only beat the Jags by seven. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to take over 50 and a half. I think this is a high scoring game. I don't know what's telling me that, but I think both QBs are going to be turned on. Um, and I think I could see that happening. Of course, this is like the highest overline too. This is going to bite me. I'm going to take over 50 and a half. All right. Um, I am going to take Tom Brady over one and a half passing touchdowns. He let Leonard Fournette walk in four touchdowns this week. And now he's going to want his turn so he can get back atop that uh, MVP race. So I'm taking Tom Brady over one and a half touchdowns. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what do you think, Jack? So it is a funky line at 11. And you don't want to take the team negative 11, but I mean, the Bucks did beat them by like 30 the last time they played. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with uh, the Falcons plus 11 here. Even they're such a bad team after what we saw Thursday night against the Patriots two weeks ago. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I, I have a feeling it's it's going to be a close divisional game this time around. And even though they did get steamrolled by the Patriots the last time at home, I, I think it, I think it'll be fairly close. I, Pushing two touchdowns, I don't know. I just I have a feeling the Falcons are going to cover plus 11. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, what do you think, uh, Zach? Give me the Falcons, 100%. Okay. I don't know why. I just Brady in the first half of games this year seemed to – he seems like he kind of turns it on in the second half mm -hmm. because all I know – I know that mostly because my dad has him in fantasy and he complains about it all the time. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think the Falcons at home here, they, they could, should – be able to play some inspired football. Maybe Kyle Pitts will finally get involved in the offense. Quarterall yeah. Patterson's back, and you saw what he did last week. I want the Falcons spread. Okay, Falcons plus 11. You got it. I was going to ask you, Falcons money line or Falcons spread? I was afraid there for a second. Okay, uh, Indianapolis Colts take on the Houston Texans up next. Colts are a 9.5-point uh, favorite. That's all I need to know. This game is in Texas, but I don't think it matters. I'm taking Colts minus 9.5, and, and I think this is the week um because the Colts are going on by soon that JT gets back to scoring more than one because just just scoring one last week didn't make me happy as a fantasy owner uh I think he has a good game and I think the uh the Colts dominate the Texans for me it's Colts minus nine and a half what do you think Jeremy yeah I like the Colts minus nine and a half this is one of the higher lines that I don't actually mind for once normally I try to stay away from the uh, high lines but I'm going with Colts minus nine and a half yeah I mean I just think they looked so good competing with the Bucks last week even though they lost they did cover um and they stayed in the game you know just a couple Carson Wentz mistakes which we can always expect were the difference so what do you think Jack yeah I'm, I'm telling the Colts here negative nine and a half I mean it's the Texans just walked to the Jets at home, so I, yeah. I don't see why not. Taylor doesn't have one of those 200-yard uh, games, five touchdowns. Like, it, this should be a blowout, no questions. Yeah, it should be. Okay, what do you think, Zach? The Colts should cover, but I am taking the Texans because 94% of the public is on the Colts right now, and I can see the Texans line getting to 10. Yep. That might still not matter, but I think there's too many people on the Colts right now, so I'm going Texans. I was just going to say that when – most people are on the Colts. That's when I usually fade the Colts. 
Um, this is one of those weeks where I just don't believe that the Texans can do it, but I think that that is a pretty solid philosophy, Zach. I it, do, it does seem like that, though. Like Every time you take the Colts when nobody else is expecting them to cover win. or win, they always cover or win. I know, and I'm, I'm always the sole one that, that had them. Um, so this, this will be the week where they lose, actually. You're probably right. Man, that makes me want to change my pick, but uh, I'm actually going to change my pick. I'm just going to take a John Taylor touchdown. It's probably like minus 350, but it's going to be safer. So I'm changing my pick, staying away from the Colts. Okay, um, let's move on. We have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Jets. Eagles are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles against my better judgment. I just don't think the Jets are a good football team. I think they got a lucky underdog win. They've had a couple lucky wins, and I, I just think that the Eagles are that much better than the Jets and that they win this game. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, well, fuck Jalen Hurts, fuck Nick Sirianni. Um, that pick Jalen Hurts threw in the end zone last week was embarrassing, yep. to say the least. Um, but with all that being said, give me the Eagles. Okay, yeah, I'm taking Eagles minus six and a half. You too? Yeah. Okay. Um, and Jack? Yeah, uh, Hurts' uh, uh, availability right now is up in the air, which is a little interesting. Great. Uh, they said they expect them to play. I think he's going to play. They say he's a sore ankle, so he's. I, he has to play. If they lose this game, I mean, the season's over. So, like, they, they have to win this game. Mm-hmm. After that ugly loss last week, I think they get back on the winning side. Definitely by a touchdown here, so I'm going to take negative six and a half. All right, cool. Yeah, it's just about scoring points for the, the Birds. I mean, th- their defense kind of held up against the Giants. The Giants also suck, but they just didn't score yeah, any points. Yeah, for sure. But it makes no sense because they put up seven points against the Giants, but then they put up, what, 30-something versus the Saints defense, which is actually a top defense in the NFL. makes no sense. I know. It's very strange. Okay, Zach, what do you think? I am sadly going to also ride with the Eagles minus six and a half. They went away from the run last week, which was surprising. I mean, I wouldn't say they went away with – Hello? I I I was getting a phone call. My bad. That's all right. No, I said they went away with the run last week. They should give Miles Sanders the ball more this week. Boston Scott should eat as well. I think they win this game by 10 if they, as long as they just keep the ball on the ground. And I also have a Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown. All right. Um, I hope Gardner Minshew plays. Yeah, I, I forgot I was going to ask, who's the backup, Nate Sudfeld? But it's not. It's Gardner. It's Minshew. Yeah, Minshew plays, they might win by 30. So. Dude, I Minshew might, is a dog. Yeah, I might have to. I have to pick him up. Okay. We have the Los Angeles Chargers going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Chargers currently three point underdog. Wow, Bengals three point favorite. I don't I don't I want to be so far away from this game, it's not even funny. Um this game is home for Cincinnati. Over is at fifty and a half. I'm going to make an SGP for this game probably because there's a lot of scorers that I like. Um, I think this game is just a defensive nightmare. There's going to be a ton of points in my opinion. I am going to alt down the total and take over 40. Over 46.5 is minus 175, so that's where I'm going to go. Over 46.5 alt spread or alt total. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? As a Joe Burrow fantasy owner, this pains me to say it, but I just have a feeling the Chargers finally stop sucking this week. That would be nice. I mean, I, I would really like to see them kind of 
um, just get it together and win a collective or win a game through collective effort and and block for Justin Herbert because he gets slaughtered for no reason. Uh, okay, Jack, what do you think? Yeah, so this this should be one of the best games of the week. Uh, the Bengals have established the run game massively with Joe Mixon. I mean, he's looked amazing, and the Chargers are the worst run defense in the NFL. And it's just such a weird game. I yeah. think I'm just going to go with the over at 50 and a half because the Bengals have been putting up tons of points too. And then they still have Chase Higgins and Boyd. Like, I mean, it's not like Higgins didn't have a big week last week either. And then Chase is due again for, I, I just, I like the over here, okay. but if I did have to pick someone to win the game, I think it'll be the Bengals just because they've established that run game and they just have looked good, but I want to be, it wouldn't be crazy if the Chargers bounce back here. So I'm going to stick with the over. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I like the over too. Um, what do you think, Zach? Oh man, um, the Chargers are probably the most inconsistent team in the NFL right now. Look like a Super Bowl contender one week, and next week they look like a bottom five team. And obviously, like Jack said, they have the worst run D in the NFL, and Joe Mixon is proving is if he stays on the field, he's a top five back. So I'm going to go with my home team here, not home team, but whatever. Chargers plus three, and I'm going to go with Mixon two plus touchdowns because if he doesn't get in two times, there's something wrong. So you're going to do. You said Chargers plus three? Chargers plus three and Mixon two plus. Wow. That that is a bold pick. Um, okay. The odds on that are gonna be good. Let's um move on to that next game. What do we have? Every single time I click off a game, it's so hard to find the next one. New York Giants versus the Miami Dolphins. Giants are <sighs> this game is awful. Um, Giants are three point underdogs against the Miami Dolphins over unders at 41 and a half. I'm kind of leaning towards that. Uh, this game's in Miami. I don't think Miami's that good, but I also don't think the Giants are good. I don't think Miami wins four in a row and I don't think the Giants win two in a row. So I think I'm just going to take a Jalen Waddle touchdown. That's what I feel. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Um, yeah, I, it's hard to pick either team here, but I do think the um, Dolphins have the upper hand. They seem to be the hotter team, and they are at home. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins' money line, and I'm also going to take a Miles Gaskin touchdown, um, but I'm going to take them separate. Okay. Um, all right, what do you think, Jack? Dolphins have been the hotter team, and the Giants still suck, even though last week, I don't care. Yep. I'm going to go Dolphins spread here, negative three, I think it's at, right, even? Yep. I think I think they win by a touchdown or more. I, I, their defense has looked amazing, too. I mean, I just like the Dolphins. Even though it hurts to say because the Eagles have that pick, they've just been on fire, and they do have a good coach, and the Giants suck. So, yeah, Dolphins spread easy. Fair enough. Okay, what do you think, Zach? Give me Giants money line. Wow. 84% of the public is on Miami spread. Danny Dimes notoriously plays better on the road. And whoever Bradbury's guarding, which I assume would be Waddle. Waddle. I, I mean, he, sh- he should be at least neutralized, and they don't really have many other options other than Gaskin and Kasicki. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the risky pick and take Giants money line. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I can see that happening. Uh, this is just a game I, I am staying away from the line. The um, What's it called? The money line because I, it could go either way very easily Washington football team takes on the Las Vegas Raiders um, at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas uh, first 4 p.m. game this is uh, 
Raiders are currently favorites, minus 142 on the money line. Washington football team open up as a two and a half point dog. Uh, don't like, I don't like two and a half. I hate that shit. Uh, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. If this line was a little higher, I would probably take the football team to cover, but I think that the Raiders beat them. Um, Washington's been overperforming in recent weeks. They have two in a row now. I'm going to take Raiders minus two and a half. I think that, that they are a much better team and they win this game. Uh, yeah, I, Taylor Heineke's playing for his job at this point. They've been talking about it all week. Um, I don't know. One of the announcers yesterday said the play he made against the Buccaneers um, is stuff Legends is made of, but that's just <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I'm going to stay away from both teams, and I'm actually going to take Foster Moreau, Darren Waller's backup, over in yards. The last time he got to play when Darren Waller was out, he had 60 yards and a touchdown, and I can't imagine his line's going to be any higher than like 28 and a half yards or something. Yeah. Um, so depending on what that comes out at, that's definitely going to be my pick for this game. All right. Wise. Very smart pick. Uh, what do you think, Jack? So I like the Raiders here, negative two and a half. Even though the football team has looked good, they beat a bad Seahawks team. And then I forget who they beat the week before that. Cowboys. I don't remember. Oh, Cow- they No. I know you're talking about the Bucks. About. It was the Bucks. The Bucks. Oh, they didn't beat them, right? Did they beat them? They did. Wow. Yep. I forgot about that. Wow. Uh, but that was just like destiny because of the playoff game last year. But I'm going to stick with the Raiders here at home. I just think they're the better team, and they look good on Thanksgiving against Cowboys on the road. Uh, even though uh, my boy Antonio Gibson went off last night, I'm still going to fade the football team and take the Raiders negative two and a half here. Beautiful. What do you think, Zach? Another pick that hurts me, but I'm going with Raiders as well. I think they're just all around a better team. They beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, like Jack said, on the road. And the Cowboys are a better team than the football team. So give me the Raiders all the way. Okay. Um, Beautiful. Let us move on to Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ravens currently a four-point favorite. Oh, this hurts. Um, I'm going to take Steelers' money line. I don't know why I do this to myself. I truly don't. I think the Ravens are a terrible football team. And if Ben doesn't show up here, then he's going to actually be done. They're going to take him out in a body bag. They're going to cover his eyes in a fucking blindfold, put him in a trash bag, and shoot him in the head outside of Heinz Field. There is no way that he just doesn't show up. They have to win this game. I'm taking Steelers' money line. I don't want anything to do with the points because that's a, just a disaster waiting to happen. Um, let's go Steelers, I guess. What do you think, Jeremy? Um, I'm going to go with the old reliable in this game, and I'm going to take my Najee touchdown. I do think this is a game, like you said, where Big Ben and the Steelers um, have to figure it out. Yep. And no better player for them to figure it out with than Najee Harris. So I'm taking Najee touchdown. Um, okay. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to ride with you, Evan, here. I'm not going to take money line. I'm going to take the plus four for the Steelers. It it just makes all sense. The Ravens, uh, I don't know how they won on Sunday night, because, I mean, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's a good bounce back game for the Steelers, and I just th- I, I think they can win the game, but I think it's going to be a close game where they if they do lose, it'll be by field goal. So I like the plus four here. Okay. So that's what I'm going to take. Smart boy. 
Um, Zach, what do you think? Are we announcing locks of the week now or waiting till after the games? No, we're going to wait till after towards the end. All right. Well, the Ravens minus four. I'll let you know now is one of mine. Oh. I, it's, Lamar's still in my MVP race just because he's single-handedly carrying that team. He has no help on offense besides Mark Andrews. Defense has played very poor, but they still have playmakers like Marlon Humphrey. I think Patrick Queen got hurt, uh, banged up last week, but regardless, I'm still taking the Ravens. The Steelers are so bad at football, and yeah, like I said, Ravens minus four. They are so Zach, bad at football. They're terrible. What are you, what are you saying, Zach, or Jack? Uh, I mean, just off of Zach's uh, logic here, the last some of the picks is like almost 90% of the public best in the Ravens. No way. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that gets thrown out of the window here for me because the Steelers. It should be a hundred percent on the Ravens. Steelers are terrible. All right, let's move on. We have Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the LA Rams. Rams are currently a thirteen-point favorite. You guys know I hate these lines. I'm taking Rams minus thirteen. I think they win by two touchdowns. The Jaguars are terrible. There's talk about Urban leaving. I don't know what's going on. Um, I think the over hits in this game. I think the Rams slaughter the Jags. Um, this is going to be an all-out aerial assault, and I love them to cover 13. So for me, it's Rams minus 13. Jeremy? Yeah, I've been a Rams believer all year, and it's getting harder and harder to keep my faith every week because they just keep letting me down, man. But I'm in with you. Give me the Rams minus 13. The Jaguars are despicably bad. Um, they have not a lot of positives going on in their team, minus James Robinson, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Rams minus thirteen. Yeah. So before I ask Jack, I want to say that I think the the Jaguars are easily the worst team in the league. I think they are way worse than the Jets. I think they are way worse than the Texans. There is no direction to that team whatsoever, and I know they have two wins, but holy fuck, dude, they are an absolute disgrace. They're so bad. Jack, what do you think? Yeah, so I'm going to tell here with the Rams uh, by two touchdowns also. Uh, they're at home. They've been struggling. And then talk about a bounce-back game here. I mean, this just had a rent all over it. The win by like 30 points. That they don't have something that needs to be investigated. All right. So I just saw we, we have a little chat going on on, on top of, of recording the show right now. Rams have 91% of what bets? The spread bets or the money line bets? Spread. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm telling you, every game there's just one lopsided. It's just not going to end up well. Oh, that's bad news. Um, okay, Zach, what do you think since you're fading the public today? I know. I just, <laughs> this pick's not going to align with my logic for today's podcast, but I'm also going with the Rams. There's no way... The, the, like you said, the Jaguars are by far the worst team in the league. The Rams look like the best team in the league a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And they have no choice but to come out and make a statement this week and win by three touchdowns plus. So I'm going Rams minus 13. I agree. That's that's what it comes down to, the fact that they have no choice. They have to show that they're contending. Um, okay, San Francisco 49ers take on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, another Sunday 4 p.m. game. Man, I hate this. Uh, Debo is going to be out for this game. The Niners are three and a half point favorites. What I've seen from the Seahawks tells me that there is no way that they're going to win a game for the rest of the season. Um, but they usually play the Niners tight. And I just feel like there's no way they lose at home, right? Against the Niners without Debo. They have to win a game. They have to win a game soon. And I just, I'm going to take Seahawks plus three and a half. I I know this is going to hurt me. I got to stop betting against the Niners, but I'm doing it. Seahawks plus three and a half. 
Jeremy? I hate the Niners. Um, I hate the Seahawks more, though. Mr. Unlimited is horrible um, now. And they let J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson run all over them. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell has looked like a top five running back in the NFL. I'm taking Elijah Mitchell anytime, and I'm taking Elijah 2+. plus. Okay, Elijah Mitchell, two plus touchdowns. Wow. Okay, uh, what do you think, Jack? Yeah, this is another tough one, and one of the only Seahawks wins this year came on the road against the 49ers. So it's they beat them twice in a year. I don't know. It's tough, but I think I'm going to take the Seahawks plus three and a half. And once again, I think it'll just be a close game. I think they beat them by a touchdown. I was just looking, yeah. but. I think the Seahawks, they have to win eventually, like you said. Everybody thought Monday night, this past night, was going to be the bounce-back week. I mean, they came close at the end there, which was kind of sickening for all fantasy reasons for me, too. But mm-hmm. uh, I just this, – this seems like nobody's going to take them, really, but I, I'm going to take them here. I think I'm going to fade the public, and uh, I think if they do lose, it could be by field goal, so I like the plus three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I hate the Niners. I think they're a bad team. They've looked better in recent weeks. They've figured it out a little bit. But the fact that I already hate the Niners, plus the public being on the Niners, just it's too it's too good. I have to take Hawks points. Uh, Zach, what do you think? I'm going to go with Niners' money line. I know that loss of Debo is really important to that offense, but it's the usage of him has been weird. He's literally being used as a running back right now. Yeah. And they're still giving Mitchell 27 carries a week. So I'm on the same page with Jeremy here. I'm going uh, Mitchell two-plus touchdowns because Debo had two last week, and Mitchell still found the end zone. So I'm going to go with Mitchell two-plus touchdowns and uh, Niners money line. Okay. Awesome. Um, I'm just writing that in. That's going to be – the odds on that are going to be pretty good, I think. Um, I wonder what two-plus is. He's probably plus 350 to score two touchdowns. Uh, okay, we had the Denver Broncos taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. God, I hate taking the Chiefs to cover spreads. Um, I'm going to take Chiefs minus 5.5. I know this is a baby bet. Um, it's very weak. That's only minus 195. But I just hate the, the minus 10. I mean, I, I think that the Chiefs beat the fuck out of them, but when I when I bet that kind of shit... The team that they're playing against always comes back at the end and at the end it makes the game close. So I'm gonna take Chiefs minus five and a half alt spread. Um maybe good for a parlay or something like that. But I do think they win this game. I think they beat the fuck out of the Broncos. Uh Jeremy. Yeah. They they were just talking today, I was watching a little bit of TV and they were talking about how the Chiefs defense is back, um, which I'm still not buying. Their defense yeah. has always been horrible and it's always just been Patrick Mahomes. And this is going to sound ludicrous too, but I think this is a game where Teddy Bridgewater um, does some damage. And for that reason, I'm taking the over. I still think the Broncos lose, don't get me wrong, but I think the Broncos might put up 21, 21 to 24 points and the Chiefs are going to put up 30 plus. So I'm taking the over at 47 and a half. Beautiful. Jack? Yeah, so that's that plus ten looks great because the Broncos one week look like a team that can contend into the playoffs, but then the other week they they lose to the freaking Eagles. So it's a tough one. Uh, I think the Chiefs coming off the bye get to figure some things out because their offense has been shaky, and they might change some things up. I'm going to go with the Chiefs negative ten here and take the points at home. 
prime time. I uh, just I think the Chiefs are going to dominate this game. Okay, and it should be noted that it is very hard to go to Arrowhead and compete. So I think that's fair logic. What do you think, Zach? Uh, this game makes my blood boil just looking at it, to be honest. But um, uh, if the Broncos can come out with a defensive scheme that they came out against the Chargers, I know Justin Herbert is not Pat Mahomes, but if they can come out with a similar scheme to try to stop them and try to put pressure on Pat, the Chiefs weren't. Uh, the Chiefs were did not cover many big spreads last year at all. Nope. So I could see the Broncos covering this game by by literally half a point. So I'm going to tease it up to ten and a half, and just hope and pray. Okay, Broncos ten and a half alt spread. That's smart. Um. All right. I think we have one more game. Say what we have. Two more. Uh. No. Just one more. So the Monday night game: the New England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills. Oh man. Um. Pats are currently two and a half point favorites. I think the money's going to be on the Pats, to be honest with you, because they're giving you plus odds, plus 112 on the money line. I think the Bills kicked the fucking shit out of them. And the Bills haven't looked that good in recent weeks. Well, they look good on Thanksgiving, but I think the Bills slaughter the Pats. I think they win by 20 points. Um, But I'm going to take Bills minus two and a half. I don't want to get stuck teasing teasing the lineup. Um, yeah, Bills minus two and a half. They are, they have more experience. It comes down to that. Jeremy? Yeah, let me preface this by saying I have a ludicrous amount of my account on the Bills to win the division. I've had it in all year ever since they lost the first week and they got down to like minus one. I think it was minus 105 or something. Yeah. And I'm going. I'm either going down with the ship or I'm riding high. So I'm taking the Bills' money line. They win this game. They win the division, and they need it. So give me the Bills' money line. All right. You got it. Bills' money line. Uh, Jack? Yeah. Uh, so not, almost 90% on Patriots' money line here. The odds are great. Just how they've looked, it, it's just like you want to take the Patriots so bad because how good they've looked and arguably the best coach of all time. It's but they're on the road, getting late in the season, getting that playoff football vibe. Bills, what, three weeks ago were Super Bowl favorites. It's I, I just love the Bills here, negative two and a half. So I'm going to ride with the Bills. Okay. Are you taking the minus two and a half or money line? I'm taking minus two and a half. You got I it. think if they win, they win by a field goal at least. So I, I agree. Uh, Zach? Uh, the Patriots have been pretty much dominating everyone they've been playing recently, but I'm going to ride with you, Evan, on this one. Bills minus two and a half. I think it's the same scenario as the Rams. Not that they've been losing games to Bills, but I think it's a statement game to the Patriots that we're winning this division, and you guys still aren't there yet. So Bills minus two and a half. Yeah, and I don't like. I don't think that anybody should be pumping the brakes on the Pats after you know if they lose. Right. I I just think that. The Bills are more experienced. They have a more developed roster, and they've had um, obviously McDermott's been working with Josh Allen for three years now. So there's going to be a chemistry there that even Bill doesn't have with Mac, and it seems like they do have some chemistry. Um, but I just think that's the difference in this one, and I think that the Bills take the win. Okay, now locks of the week. Um, what does anybody have a lock of the week straight up, or does everybody? Yes. Okay, you do. You have yours. Well, I have yeah, three. I have mine too. Okay, you have three. Are you parlaying them? Or are they separate? 
Ah, uh, separate, separate. Okay, separate. Hit me. I'll go with Ravens minus four. Okay. Eli Mitchell touchdown. Okay. And Joe Mixon two plus. Okay. Cool. Uh, Mixon two plus. All right, Jack, do you have yours? Yeah. Yeah. So I have two. Okay. Uh, so my first one's the Eagles negative six and a half. Okay. And then my second one's the over in the Bengals and Chargers game. Bengals Chargers. It's fifty and a half. All right. Are we parlaying those or are we keeping them separate? Parlay them. You're going to parlay them. That's beautiful. Yes. Okay. Um, and Jeremy. I have two locks. They will be separate. Um, one is the same as Zach's. Eli Mitchell touchdown. Second one, Bill's money line, baby. Okay. Eli Mitchell touchdown and Bill's money line. All right. Mine is a parlay. It is three legs. I have won my three-leg lock of the week two weeks in a row now. So I'm hot on the locks. I am taking Chiefs minus five and a half alt spread. I am taking, um, trying to write these down and say them at the same time. Uh, where is my other two? Uh, fuck. I have to go back and look for him. <sighs> Losing my mind. I'm taking Raiders minus two and a half and cards minus seven and a half. Those are my locks of the week. If you parlay them, you're going to get some pretty juicy odds. So that's where I'm at. Uh, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say before we close this one out? Go Bills. Yeah, go Bills. Um, okay, thank you everybody for joining. Thank you everybody for watching. And uh, we'll catch you all next week, all right? All right thanks, Evan. You got it. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. Take care, guys. Good to be back. Oh, yes, it is. All right, make sure you guys check us out on social media too. Um, I'm closing it out now, but thanks for listening. Uh, there's going to be premier league stuff, uh, tomorrow or the next day after that. Um, and then, yeah, you guys are going to have a week full of content. Um, really a holiday season full of content. So we'll see you. All right. Take care. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Uh, see you soon.